as a team, uh, obviously, like you said, just kind of disappointed with where we're at. Um, but it's one of those things. If you if you soak in that disappointment, you'll you'll miss the next opportunity. You know, so it's you know you can sit and be sad about where we're at all day, or we can be where our feet are at and attack what's next. You know, so that's kind of I feel like that's our entire team for the mindset. Yo, what's up, Sooner fans? This is your host, Jeremiah Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Yes, sir. Ski here with me today. You know who it is. My right-hand man, number nine on the field, our captain, fearless leader, Braden. <laughs> the Braden weight room, Willie willis and this is the podcast on the prairie <laughs> b what it do sorry a little sabotage on the intro but i had to show off our merch you know yes yes the yeah. exclusive the exclusive <laughs> this is the, the day one merch day one yes sirski bro yes thirsty. it's wednesday October 26th, currently 11.43 a.m. I'm feeling good. I took two, skid, two kids, two seventh graders to school this morning. Um, The sun is out, clear skies. Just God got me feeling good, bro. It's hump day. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Bro, bro, match my Let's energy, go. bro. Pick it up, bro. I'm here. Pick I'm you. here with you, all right? Oh. I'm here with you. We just, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm here. I got you. I'm I'm with it. Don't worry about it. Now you know I got a practice coming up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I you know, I'm waiting to expand some energy for that. But you know, I, I'm with you. I'm here. That's the sign of a true leader, right there, y'all. Just knows when to use his energy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, speaking speaking of energy, one thing I just started doing is shoot i sent you one this morning bro i i've started sending voice memos to all the group chats that i'm in so my fraternity my siblings my my hometown friends uh you and alex like any group chat that i'm in if i'm up early and i and i got something to say um it may be crazy you know there may be some language in there but i'm trying to do a better job of giving life to other people no doubt so I hope you liked my message this morning. I think it was like like what six forty five. Was it something like that? Yeah, bro. I think it so. Wasn't that, it wasn't that early, bro. I was up, bro. I've been up since four fifty. I know that. I've been much. up. Early. I've been up since you know. I've been up early too, but yeah, yeah I'm like a grandpa now. Like, I go to sleep by like nine. <laughs> I'm up at like four forty five. Like, I'll be texting Alex. Shoot, I was texting Alex this morning at like three thirty. I'm like, bro, we need to do this. We need to do that. Um, <laughs> Love yeah, Braden, I was thinking about something. Me and you are both followers of the law, right? But it's kind of a nice feeling knowing that the presenting sponsor of our podcast is a law firm. You know, that's a good point. Like you said, we are both followers of the law, minus, you know, me going 80 on a 40 mile per hour world. But anyways, it does give us a nice peace of mind. And not just any law firm, Plainview Legal is owned by Sooner Diehards, Haley and Travis Dennis. Haley and Travis are married and have five degrees from OU between them both. Haley even taught classes at OU's law school. Plainview Legal Group focuses primarily on property law and business matters, but they also handle estate planning and probate from simple wills to proving undue influence. Additionally, their attorneys will negotiate, draft, review, and litigate all kinds of commercial contracts for individuals and businesses across various industries throughout Oklahoma. When you hire an attorney, you want experts, which is exactly what Plainview Legal is. But you also want to work with good people. And we're willing to tell you guys, Haley and Travis are good people. They are Sooners who you want on your side. To schedule your free consultation, visit their website at www.plainviewlegal.com or give them a call at 405-310-0183 or email them at Info at plainviewlegal.com. Bro, how has how has your week been? Has, has 
something positive happened to you this week? Is there, is there a, what did your family used to, is there a rose, roses and thorns? Roses. What rose do you have for us today? Yeah, man. I mean, first and foremost, like you said, it's a beautiful day. You know, I woke up this morning. That's, you know, that's always a blessing. The sun's shining. Got up this morning, had a nice little lift. Uh, yesterday, today's Wednesday, uh, like you said, but yesterday we had a really good practice. Um, it was imperative that we had a good practice because we had a lot of stuff installed, but we'll get to that later. But uh, I do have a rose for the week. I got some wheels. I got a new car. Um, it's a blessing, you know. No, didn't get an IL deal, yeah. but hopefully I'll be having some things to be able to put a little extra change in my pocket. So that's a blessing. Got the rental back to the to Hertz because man, they were making a killing off of us. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, but it's a, it's a great day, man. Been in my new car for a couple of days now, and I, I'm happy, man. I, I couldn't be any happier, you know. So football's going great, you know. Life is going great. I can't complain. I'm extremely blessed, bro. That's what I tell people all the time when they say, "Hey, Jay Hall, how, how's it going?" You know how people say, "Good," you know. I I always say, "I can't complain." You know, that's just like, I can't complain, you know, things, things are, you know, it may be good and maybe great. You know, I always say never too high, never too low, but I can't complain, bro. Life is good. So one thing I, I will tell you, that I did, what'd you oh, say? Go ahead. Talk to me. Uh, just off of what you said, it's funny that you say that because I actually get annoyed when I ask someone, I'm one of those guys that if I'm not feeling great, no matter if I'm feeling great or not. If someone asks me how I'm doing, I'm always going to say good or I'm doing well or I'm great, you know, because I think it's a mindset that goes into it. And so I really actually kind of get frustrated when people, when I ask people how they're doing, and they're like, oh, I'm feeling all right. All right you know, it's not, not yeah. that great this morning. And I'm like, well, the rest of the day is going to be bad <laughs> because you already put, put that in the air. You know, you already yeah. started the day off bad, but if you start the day off and someone asks you how you doing this morning, you know what? You know what? I'm I'm good, Jay. You know, I'm good. Bro. The rest of the day is gonna go great. So I mean, that's just personally me. That's how I've gone about stuff my whole life. I try to stay positive. So yeah, maybe a little bit of uh, free game at the beginning of the pod, but I felt the need to say that. Yeah, so. I like it. I like it, yes, ladies sir. and gentlemen. Sooner Nation, that is the secret to Bill. Uh, be Willie's success this season. <laughs> there we I'm go. gonna have a good game. I'm gonna be a captain. How's life? Great. It's a great day. It's a fantastic day. As a matter of fact, talk to me. Talk. There we to go. Me. I do. I do. <laughs> I do pray and do manifestations. Got to do that. So that also is another one. But you know, yeah. hey, it like works. It. Yesterday, I went through my messages for the first time in a long time, like my request, like I haven't done a good job of responding to Sooner Nation. Uh, there is oh, yeah. this kid that I took a picture with at the spring game and his sister sent me a message saying, saying thank you and that his birthday was coming up and that she wanted me to give him a birthday shout out. And it's been, it's been a long time since the spring game. So <laughs> I messaged her back and I was like, yo, I'm so sorry. Um, which I am. Um, I'm sorry it's taken me this long. Um, I was like, can I do like a Christmas video or something instead? So that was yesterday. Um, I got to go back and see if she's responding because I'm, I'm just not on my phone that much nowadays. So um, I got back to her and then there was another kid that tried out for the football team. OU football. He tried to walk on and his his mom reached out to me. She was like, yo, like, um, my son's having a hard time. Um, can you holler at him? And uh, I respected it. You know, like some, a, a lot of men don't, don't express themselves, especially to, you know, mom or some, well, it, it's, it's give or take. Either you do tell your mom everything or you kind of don't. No. Uh, I, I kind of do. And so Me too. she was like, yo, like, can you, can you encourage him a little bit? So, um, I, I sent him a message, right. And it was pretty lengthy. Um, but I, I just wanted to read, I wanted to read just a little bit of it. Right. Just so you guys, uh, know that Jay Hall is out here giving inspiration, but uh, 
a lot of early free game on the podcast this morning. But here, to, tune in. <laughs> uh, here, here, here's the first half, right? I said, bro, bro, heard you tried out for the team and didn't make it. Sorry, it didn't work out. However, this text is not meant to be a pity for you. God put this message on my heart. Apply it as you see such. And I said that because honestly, before sending this message, I didn't know what I was going to say. So my next paragraph says, they say trials come to make us stronger. However, that's not always the case. Life is full of trials and adversity. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us specifically when Jesus was talking to his disciples at the Last Supper, this earthly world guarantees nothing but adversity and trouble. It's not the if we will be hurt, but only a matter of when. Trials do not come to make us stronger. Trials come because this world is full of sin. Point blank period. You didn't make the team. I didn't make the Giants. What's next? No accomplishment will ever be enough. But what matters is your view of life. Are you appreciative of every day or do you feel caught in a recurring cycle of partying, confusion, and loneliness? Only you can answer these questions. I say all this to conclude. Life is hard. It doesn't get easier. Pop tall. Shake back. Surround yourself with good people and get in your Bible. So a little bit of tough love there, but I felt like that was the correct thing to say in the moment. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I was listening to that. I'm like, you should do a little bit of inspirational speaking right there. That's a, that's a message right there. Yeah. Man, you feel like, I, you know, man, that got me ready to go. Bro, I, um, I've been trying to do, like I said, I've been trying to find ways just to give more, bro. I feel like so many people are on my page and, and looking at the tweets and I mostly tweet about football, but as our interview will later say with D white coming up next, uh, we're more than just who we are as players, right? I, I, I want to be able to share my story and, and, and tell people like, Hey, you may have done this and you may have done that, but like, I can help you with this and I can help you with that. Like I, I'm more than just a, uh, Oh yeah, there goes Wake Will Willie. You better go score, boy. You better go score. Like oh, I'm more than just that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I thought that was cool. I like that. Yeah. Um uh one thing, one more thing before we move on. Uh remember we had that guest, or not the guest, remember we had uh the guy who asked us how he should do his baby reveal? Right. I followed up on that, and um he said they live in, I think it was don't get me lying. I think it was Missouri or Iowa. I had it pulled up. I can't remember. I'm out of, I know he's out of state, but, um, oh, it's Missouri. He said they ended up surprising them with a sonogram and a little OU onesie. And, um, one that the, the dad, he actually wore back in the day. So, um, that's how he did the big reveal. And, uh, I wanted to say shout out to Skyland. Uh, Akins or Atkins. Um, I may have messed that up, but shout out to you guys and your family. And I'm glad that all went well. So no doubt. that is, that is a lot of positivity for the beginning of the podcast today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it, bro. Moving on to what this weekend or matter of fact, no, I don't even want to talk football yet. Let's um let's look at an upset pick of the week. Have you looked at the games this weekend? I, I already had I I did a good job this week. I, I already had my decision made prior to the podcast this time. I don't know what it is. It's like I know we're gonna talk about this, but I don't always go through the games. And mm -hmm. we uh yeah, but anyways, bro, my my pick was I had it pulled up. I swear, hold on, hold on. Don't press the skip ahead button, guys. I I got it. We got it. We got it. Okay, Kansas State over Oklahoma State. That's mm. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. I'm thinking Deuce Vaughn and the gang beat up on those boys. Interesting. Mm. I think. I think. I think Oklahoma State is going to Texas and Texas A&M the whole situation. Like, they're just going to fall short. They're going to get on a high horse. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to just keep on picking KSU until uh, 
they actually get me the win and the upset <laughs> that I'm looking for. Because, bro, I uh, I don't want to say I like KSU, but like they don't ever cause any problems. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like they just play good football. You know, so that's true. That's my upset pick of the week. Have you found one, or do we need to run it back? Man, you know there are really not a lot of clear cut upsets. Yeah, I would say. I, and if there are any teams playing each other, they're evenly matched. You know, like there's a Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, I think those two teams are pretty evenly matched. You know, if I had to choose one, I would either go. Oh, also Ohio State, Penn State, evenly matched teams. If I had to choose one, I would probably go. Let's do either Texas A&M at Ole Miss. The three and four. They're not doing too good, but I will say that, I mean, we're in a similar situation. Stuff can always turn around, and that's a team with a lot of talent. You never know how that, you know, that can play out, you know. So I'm, I'm going to go with Texas A&M over Ole Miss, or what was my other one? I just had it, and then I lost Bro. it. Notre Dame over Syracuse. Another team not doing as well as they had hoped. But Syracuse is coming off that tough loss. You never know how things go. Notre Dame has a lot of talent, so we'll see. Bro, I'm rubbing my head right now as if I had hair. And you just chose Texas A&M as if they had a chance. Especially after what happened this weekend, bro. Are you what, bro? Bro, they will be lucky if they play the game. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Are uh, you yeah. kidding, bro? A&M? Yeah, yeah I, I forgot about that. That's terrible timing, bro. That is terrible I ran into timing. a kid yesterday wearing an A&M shirt, bro. I said, this is terrible timing. <laughs> mm, yeah, I didn't think about that. Bro, smoking weed in the locker room? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Bro. Hey, well, yeah, yeah, that's why I gave two. <laughs> There's a reason I gave Bro, two, ladies you and gentlemen. Type, if you type in Texas A&M on Twitter right now, it is not it is not pretty. Bro, I, I oh, you could go two and two and nine, and I promise you, you will never catch a player smoking weed in that locker room. No. Nah. Ever. Yeah. I mean, it may happen outside the locker room, and some guys have gotten suspended. Let's not act like it hasn't happened before, but it won't happen in the locker room. Right. In the locker room? Well, let's knock us with it, because you're doing a whole lot of jinxing right now. Like, geez, we don't want to come back in five years and then hear a story and then be like, well, Jay, I mean, geez. I got faith, bro. I got faith in my Sooners. <laughs> I, I don't do think we'll drop that. Me that I mean, I mean BV, I don't yeah. think that's yeah. I think guys are too scared to you, do something like that. But you are doing a lot of jinxing though. So our next sponsor is for our bald head listeners. Freebird is Hey yo, yo, yo. Braden, you really think I'm gonna give you a sponsor targeting bald headed people? I'm going to take the lead. So take a seat, my brother. Pipe down. <laughs> my fault, my fault. You got it. Freebird is on a mission to take the hassle out of head care. For too long, bald people have been left with subpar options when it comes to shaving and caring for their heads. Let me tell you, being bald is low-key a hassle. Like, you got to figure out what works. You got to pay all this money for different types of stuff and whatever. But Freebird is here to change all that. Well, no more overpriced shavers that barely work. No more expensive lotions and creams and gels with weird ingredients that I cannot pronounce. Maybe Jay Hawk can. He does have NBA. But anyways, the Flex Series Electric Shaver from Freebird is amazing. It shaves 50% more hair in a single stroke compared to old school razors, provides baby smooth shaves. Shaving takes less than three minutes and it's waterproof. Shave wet or dry or even in a shower. Nobody's doing it like Freebird. Hey, listen, man, for upcoming holidays, birthdays, or just because, get yourself the best shaver of your life. Freebird is giving our listeners an exclusive discount. Visit myfreebird.com slash prairie for 20% off. That's 
myfreebird.com slash prairie for 20% off today. They hooked each of us up with a care package, and I was shocked by how well it worked. Brandon, can't you see my head? This is a product I'd use even if they weren't a sponsor. So hit them up. So how about we move on to the Iowa State preview next? All right. Sounds good. Okay. So coming in three and four, Iowa State versus OU four and three. What do you have for us, number nine, Mr. Captain? Uh, Yeah, so Iowa State, we all know them, Cyclones, man, up in Ames. They do a good job, and I don't think that their record really gives them justice of how good of a team they are. This is a team that, you know, they're three and four, but the four losses they have had are all by a combination of 14 points. So that tells you they've been in a lot of really close games. They've had experience in really close games late, and they don't give up. I mean, typically talking about Iowa State, you're talking about a really disciplined, sound, tough team that doesn't beat themselves. So, you know, regarding Ames is a, you know, a great environment. You know, it's a hostile place, and it's going to be uh, – it's going to be a great challenge to go up there and kind of, you're going to have to beat these guys. You're going to have to go take it. So it's going to be a great challenge to do that, but it is good that we've had a jump on them, had a little bye week to get, you know, started on them. They've also had a bye week as well. So they're going to be prepared, but the most important thing for us is just to play our best ball. So a little preview on their defense. Um, like, you know, it's become real popular in the, Big 12, but the three safety, three down defense, they play that. They are actually the originators of it in the Big 12, I should say. Um, They do a really good job at it. They're the best at it. They also are the number one defense in the Big 12 right now. Uh, And, you know, like I said, they're just very sound. They don't make many mistakes at all. And uh, you just gonna have to go beat them. You know, they do it the best. They, you know, like I said, they're kind of the standard that everybody was looking towards at the Big 12 to run that defense. So uh, we're going to have to be, you know, dot all the I's, cross all the T's and be ready. But as far as their offense goes, you know, usually explosive. They do a good job of setting up the run, setting up play actions, good running back, you know, great tight ends. They always do have great tight ends. And then they have a uh, – they have two great receivers, but a really good receiver and uh, Xavier Hutchison, I want to say. I might have missed it. I don't know if that's – yeah. But he's number eight. And, um, I mean, the dude has like 60 or 70 receptions on the year already. So, obviously, they want to get number eight the ball. And on their third down percentage, they like half the time go to him on third down. So that's going to be a key matchup that we're going to have to, you know, be ready for. But other than that, you know, it's going to be a great challenge, great atmosphere. 11 a.m. kickoff. We play our best ball. We'll be ready. Going back to what you said about them losing all games with a total of 14 points total. I just wanted to list those off real quick. So. Iowa State loses to number 17, Baylor at the time, 31 to 24. That's a seven-point loss. Iowa State loses to Kansas, 11 to 14, three-point loss. Iowa State loses to Kansas State, who's number 20 at the time, 10 to 9. That's a one-point loss. And then they lost to Texas last week, 24 to 21, Texas, with the walkaway win. So, that's what, three, three, seven, and seven, like you said, 14 points. So the record does not show, you know, like you said, we're four and three, they're three and four. However, I, from a fan's perspective, I just so happened to look at the the, the ESPN uh, matchup predictor, and they're giving them a 62% chance to win, which we both know doesn't matter. However, the fans must know they're a better team than, than what you see on paper. And I did not know that Hutchinson kid, I haven't watched Iowa State much this year, but I didn't know that this kid was still playing. He can ball. Yeah, he's been there for a minute. He has been, I, I'm not going to lie, this kid has been smacking OU for the past three years consistently. 
like without a problem. And that's definitely going to be a focal point for the defense, like you said. So um, just to reiterate what you said in terms of the three, three, five and the originators of that, you know, I remember Lincoln saying after the 2017 season, he found out that Iowa state switched to that defense to beat OU back in 2017. And ever since it's pretty much skyrocketed across not only the big 12, but all of college football. So once again, a challenge, um, I hate personally, I hate playing in Ames. Oh my gosh. I, I hate the field. Uh, I hate the distance the locker room is from the, the field. I hate the heat, the long hill that you got to walk up. Uh, I hate Iowa state's color. I'm not a fan of red and yellow. Um, it reminds me of Ronald McDonald. I, I don't like, <laughs> I, I don't like the, the stadium. I, I don't like the fans. They're just, Ugh, especially that student section down there in the corner. They're disgusting. They're terrible. Um, they're up there with Texas Tech. I'm just grateful that they're not behind us. So I don't like anything about Iowa State except for Charlie Kolar. Uh, he's a great dude. Um, so other than that, we got a challenge for ourselves. 11 a.m. kickoff. Um, yeah. Are, are you a fan of the 11 a.m. kickoff, by the way, for like away games? Uh, away games, I feel like away games really don't matter because you got to travel anyways. I guess the only positive is that you don't get back super, 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 super late. But 11 a.m. games, you know, you play on the road, you get done around, you know, three and you get on a plane and, you know, get on the bus to go, well, get on the bus to go to the plane then get on the plane then get off the plane to get on the bus to go back to campus. By the time that's all said and done, it's like seven. 7.30, 7.30, 8. So, you know, it really yeah. don't mean too much. Hey, but I have one question, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but is there any chance that we see you at quarterback this week again? I uh, can't answer that question. You just have to watch <laughs> the game and find out. Ah, you're killing me, bro. <laughs> can't answer that. Bro, people texting me like, bro, like, what's the game plan this week? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't ask. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, they think I got the inside scoop or something. Like, bro. but you know, I'll be tuned in. I'll be rooting for you, and uh, I know y'all boys will be ready. Coming up next, Sooner Nation, we have a great interview with our guy D White. Stay tuned. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the man that doesn't need any introduction. However, I'm going to give him one anyways. Hailing from Fort Worth, Texas, number 23 on the field. Coming in at 220, 225 pounds, somewhere around 6162. A handsome guy with dreads. Our man, D. White. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time and coming on to the podcast, bro. It, it, it's been a while. Yeah. It's yeah, been a while, bro. I appreciate you for having me on here, man. We meant to get you on last year, but you see what happened was, you yeah, know, it was yeah. Brayden's fault. Like, uh-huh. I didn't even trip him. I got big shoulders. I got big shoulders. I'll take the blame. <laughs> bro, talk to us, man. Let, let, I don't even want to talk about football, man. Let's talk about life first, bro. What you got going on? You're uh, a senior now, hopefully yeah. graduating soon, man. Tell tell the people what, what, what you got in the mix. Um, well, I graduated in the spring. So, thank God, you know. Okay. Thank God. That was one of the big reasons I came back was to make sure I graduated. Um, that's a big first deal. my family to graduate, you know, that's a that's a big, big deal. Uh, oh, I was happy to graduate. Congrats. Uh, besides football right now, bro, I've just been chilling, you know, hanging out with my boo. Uh, gonna keep that on the low. Oh, all right. You feel me? Okay. That's it. Uh-huh. Hey, bro. Let me let me cut you off right there. You're you're already yeah. way ahead of Braden because Braden doesn't talk about his boo or boos, yeah. and you're you're proud of yours. So yeah, you need nah, to get you... your captain. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, man. Jay Harvey trying to throw me under the bus, man. I am man. a simple guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a simple guy with simple needs. I just be chilling, man. I be focused on football. Mm-hmm. I feel that. 
But Jay Aldo we want to talk about his group, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. He trying you to know, put you on the spot. You know what I'm saying? Spot. Like, he just, you know, whatever. <laughs> she don't even know yet. It's okay. Uh-oh. Nobody say anything to her, though. She, I don't think she listened to the podcast, so it's all right. But uh, anyways, D-White, um, what what else, bro? Talk to me. <laughs> uh, Shoot. I couldn't tell you too much, bro. This is during the season. You know how I get. You ain't got too much free time. Yeah, that is true. That is true. What was your uh, undergrad in? Um, human relations. Human relations. And are you getting yes, a master's sir. right now, or are you what? What you got? I'm actually just taking classes to stay eligible right now. So I got to pass uh, six hours. It's it's real simple. I feel like a pro already, you know. So you're just taking classes right now, and I'm assuming you got a lot of free time. You said you love your schedule. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was finishing up school, I made sure not to have classes on Mondays and Fridays. So like every weekend was like a five day Uh weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is is that the type of time you're on right now? Yeah. I mean, shoot, I don't have, I have no in-class classes right now. Everything is online. So I just, I handle my schoolwork probably Monday through Wednesday, get it done for the week. And then everything I do during the week is, um, really put into this season recovery yeah, film, yeah. all that so we on the same type of time i got the same schedule yeah you, nah, this is the schedule right yeah. here yeah, yeah you know yeah. all online classes mm-hmm. um so i do you know work is you know there's a due date but i do it on my time basically no like yeah. zoom or obligations so it basically feel like i gotta like every day like 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 D.Y. said, man, it feels like I'm a pro already. I don't have to do nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Nah, this is where yeah. it's at, bro. Nice. If I could have did this for four or five years. <laughs> We've been out of here quicker, huh? Man, bro. Uh, tell him. <laughs> you would have been starting after, like, day one. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Bro, so, uh, I mean, let's transition in the ball a little bit. You know, you're saying, you're saying having – uh, a, a heck of a schedule. I mean, you're still working though. Let let Sooner Nation know that you're still a student oh, yeah. first, right? Okay, yeah. and, and, and ball second. That's what that's yeah. what they tell us supposedly. Yeah. Um, bro, did you before we we talk about football? Were you actually doing work during the community service day? Because Braden went on live like three times. We didn't. <laughs> went on live anything. twice. <laughs> I went on live twice. And there was like five hours between them, and I painted a whole fence front and back, well, two times, and built a playset. All right, I was productive. Yeah. Right, it was Man. just at the beginning and the end. All right, Jay Hall, my my group was over there working, dog. We was putting it in, like, <laughs> yeah. When I tell you, we were. Uh, so we went to the um, the little boys and girls club, um, and mm-hmm. they got this big old attic upstairs. Well, really, it's just upstairs area. And they wanted, basically, they've been storing stuff up there, just kind of, like, if something's in the way, they'll go up there and just throw it up there. They've been doing that since the place opened a few years ago. And so we had to clean that hole upstairs out. Uh, they had us moving desks around, putting desks together. Like, it was, we was in there working. It felt like, it felt like Tanoka Tuesday a little bit, be well. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Brady, I believe his story. Yeah. That sounds believable. <laughs> I, I got, I got, I've got proof. I got pictures of the place that I got pictures of the uh, of the fence, man. I mean, now I'm not saying I'm not going to say that ours is probably as intense as that because like cleaning out a whole attic is like that's one thing, but to say I wasn't working, man, I I got shoe proof. Like my uh-huh. my my uh, foam runners are splattered with paint now. It looked like I did that on purpose. <laughs> I didn't, man. I was just in there painting, man. I was getting busy. <laughs> Get it hard, dirty, yeah. hard work, D White. You know what I'm saying? You in know the what dark. Says. In the dark. Come on. <laughs> Not the foam runners, man. That's yeah. well. I'm glad y'all, uh, y'all actually uh, did some work because I was, I was skeptic. I'm not gonna lie. I was <laughs> like, this thing may be for looks and no. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. D White, man. Once again, thank you for coming on to the pod. Let's, let's talk about. Let's talk about ball, man. Let's talk about the program. We had Dimitri on here a couple days ago, and he was talking about how the transition has 
impacted the program in more ways than one. And yeah. he also talked about what life is like post playing, you know, and, and mm-hmm. looking back at your time at OU and just giving us a whole 360 degree perspective on what he's seen and what he's experienced. So can you talk to us about what the transition from BV or Lincoln to BV has been like, because you're our first interview of the year, bro. We haven't had a chance to get anybody else on here and, and, and talk to us about whether or not weight room Willie is, is, is being the actual kid. No, I'm kidding. I keep picking on Braden, bro. Today's like pick on Braden day, but bro, like this, holla at us, man. What, what's this been like since January to now? Um, Man, talk about a it's it's been a shift in culture, you know. Um it's funny, I was just talking to JB yesterday and it wasn't necessarily that the culture before was bad, but it's just um B V brought so much uh just knowledge and just different ways to attack this game and um off the field and on the field, like you're gonna play as good as you feel, you know, you gotta be um well put together as a man and yourself and you got to be confident in yourself. And that comes from more than just your play on the field. Um, you got to be sharp on and off the field. And, um, it's, it's a shame to say in my fifth year, I'm just now realizing how important it is. Um, just being sharp off the field, how much that helps you be able to just go and play free on Saturdays. So. Yeah. Yeah, And I can definitely relate to the off the field because I'm in a position now where I'm learning some of the stuff that maybe I could have learned in college, but mm-hmm. I'm learning it now, especially yeah. since ball is over. Brayden, did you have a perspective on what he was talking about? I mean, no, nah, it's just, you know, some, some of the stuff that I've been saying over the past couple of weeks is, you know, exactly what DY hit on, you know, it's just like you said, not saying that anything was wrong with the culture before, but you don't know, you didn't really know how much you were, missing until bv came in and you know poured into you as a man and as a as a person and you know as a future you know business owner or husband or just you know member of society so it's been nice to just kind of soak up some knowledge you know get behind a man like that that has you know so many experiences so d white what has been probably one of the biggest factors that you've noticed for yourself off the field what what character trait or what habit or what's something new that you've probably picked up or learned from bv since he's implemented soul mission since he's talked i -hmm. guess character development What, what what's something that you think you've gotten better at um i would say probably just being humble um that was something that in high school, I really prided myself on um, never getting too high in the moment or um, just always staying grounded. And I think that for a few years, I probably got away from that and it kind of bite me in the tail a little bit. But um, just always being humble and being grateful for every single opportunity every day. You know, right now, uh, just being, you know, in my last year, I kind of get the realization every day when we go in there, like this thing is coming, it's coming to a close. You know, we got five more guaranteed and who's to say that, this next game, I go out there, something crazy doesn't happen, knock on wood. But, you know, you just want to be grateful for every single opportunity. Um, soak up all the little moments, you know, all the little laughs, all of that. So just being present, yeah. being grateful, yeah. and, and being humble. It's crazy that you say that about being present because I was just talking to my mom about this last night. Mm-hmm. A few days ago, I made a tweet that said, when I was in college and when I was with the giants, I was always focused on what's next. And I didn't do a good job of enjoying the now and being grateful for the now and being a better person in the moment. You know, I was always like, Oh, I got practice next or, Oh, I got to interview him next. Or we got the podcast next. or I got church next. And Mm -hmm. it's, I don't want to say it's sad to say, and I told my mom this last night, I, I told her I wouldn't be who I am now if I didn't go through what I went through. And like you said before, the regime we had before wasn't bad. It just mm-hmm. took a different perspective yeah. to make you realize that, oh, there's also other stuff. And similar to what I've gone through, 
my thought process in college and with the Giants wasn't bad. It just took a new positioning for me to see. Yeah. And so I say that to say it makes me proud of you that you realize that, yo, like I'm things may be per, may, may not be perfect now. We we may be going through some adversity right now, but um I'm still enjoying the now. I'm being a better yeah. person now. I'm no being doubt. a better person not only for me, but for my family. No doubt. And I'm proud. I'm proud. So yeah. Right uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm I'm throw you some props, bro. I, I've seen you grown over the years. I, I I haven't been there this year, obviously, but I was with you for, for what four years, four plus. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm glad to hear you talk about your perspective. Um, one one thing that I know the the fans want to hear is your perspective on the season. So we we talked about the the character development up until. I guess priest or the season that well, shoot the character development happens all year, but let, let's talk about how life has been from August uh, to now you guys are, yeah. has been facing some adversity. Um, things haven't gone the way you obviously have wanted them to, I'm assuming. Um, what, what, what is your take on your positioning first as a team? And then we'll transition to you as an individual. Um, as a team, uh, obviously, like you said, just kind of disappointed, with where we're at. Um, but it's one of those things. If you, if you soak in that disappointment, you'll, you'll miss the next opportunity, you know? So it's, um, you know, you can sit and be sad about where we're at all day or we can, um, be where our feet are at and just attack what's next, you know? So that's kind of, I feel like that's our entire team sort of mindset when it comes to where we're at, you know, nobody's, nobody's super happy. Nobody expected this. Um, but it's where we're at and it's what we got. And so um, I think that, like I said, just being where our feet are at. Um, As leaders. For the next one sort of mindset all the time. What's up? As leaders, th this is for both of you guys. Since you guys are both leaders, captains, uh, face of the program, how do you guys find the appropriate balance of you can't unscramble scrambled eggs and being where your feet are how how do you find balance between f it move on you know like for, forget what happened and focus on the now without letting that you know you you obviously have to learn from your mistakes so how, how do you learn from your mistakes without thinking too much about your mistakes does that make sense yeah what are you guys' thoughts on that um, personally I would, I would say that um, I think Coach Venables makes it he makes it easy on the leaders, you know, um, just his fire and uh, the way he kind of comes in and he resets it every single week. And I think it helps. I mean, I know it helps me a lot in just the sense of um, as a leader having someone leading, just showing us the way and showing us kind of uh, what we need when we're here or what we need when we're there. I think just him having that experience and us being off our feet or us being able to feed off that is, is big. So Braden, what do you think? That's my... Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those things where, you know, throughout history, you know, people have always, the reason why we have history is to be able to go back, see what we did wrong and then not make that mistake twice. Right. So I think it is important to have some sense of like, okay, now we see what, you know, what was going on. Okay, now let's fix it. But at the same time, I think that's why, why like D.Y. said, the leadership of the team, the overall team, you know, the head man is so important because now we can go in there, you know, have a designated day, which is like, you know, that Sunday after the game, a little, half of that Monday, you know, to be like, okay, this is where we went wrong. Or, you know, this is what we did good when it comes to wins. You know, this is what we did good, but we still have to work on this. This is where we went wrong. This is what we got to get better on. And so then after that point, it's like, okay, new week. I mean, this team this team that we're about to play is not going to feel sorry for us. You know, this team doesn't care that we just, you know, lost our starting quarterback or, you know, this and that and whatever the case may be. So it has to be one of those things where you learn from the past but you also have to start being prepared for 
what's right. what's next and you know being where your feet are yeah let's i let's, think like yeah go ahead go ahead i think uh coach Ripple's like he always bringing in like older plays from earlier this season that teams may have exposed us on and we see those constantly every single week like just different plays from out throughout the season uh we could see one play uh, more than once if he feels like it could really be a problem and so just having stuff like that it's kind of like uh, we're moving on, but we're we're really focused on like fixing the mistakes. So, I like that. Two two things that I just got out of what you both said. One, Venables makes it easy on his players to lead. Well, I, I don't want to say easy, but easier. You know, he takes the burden off your shoulders, and I think that's what makes a great leader. You know, no matter what happens, no matter how good things are, no matter how bad things are the leader is supposed to take responsibility for everything that goes on in their program point blank period. And I can tell that BV has made an impact on you guys' lives by setting that example. Second thing, Braden, you just touched on this and it really rung a bell in my mind because it applies to life. You know, you go back, watch the film as Deshaun just said, good plays, bad plays, you make adjustments and then push onward. Even if your adjustments don't work, you've made a change. You've accepted the fact that the past is the past, but ultimately you have to move on. And the same thing goes with life. You know, I, I try and learn something or apply what you guys say and what you guys go through to my life and what I've experienced. You know, uh, for example, like I, I, I was cut. You know, the, the past is the past. I can make adjustments now, but I ultimately must move on. And that goes for any listener, anybody that's struggling. Past is the past. Make, adjust, make adjustments, accept those adjustments, and move on. So that's good stuff by both of you. D. White, let's talk about you individually. You know, Braden talked about having a regret earlier this season. Yeah. of something happening in practice, not speaking up. And then he came back the following week and said, I'll never do that again. You know, he, he's learned leadership skills along the way. Have you experienced anything like that throughout the season? Is there something that you feel like you've been through or something that's happened that maybe you didn't say or maybe something you wish you would have done and Definitely. have Definitely. learned from? Um. Yeah, I would probably say, um, just the Texas game. Uh, just my, like I I understand what my energy does for this team and uh, kind of the just the positivity and stuff that I bring and the the bounce, the little extra juice that I bring. I feel it when it's when it's good and it's kind of contagious a little bit. And I think that um, Texas was one of those games where I was just. I wasn't necessarily not into it, but I was just so locked in and kind of angry that I didn't bring that same, like, energy and juice, and, and I was real quiet. And so I think I looked up at one point during the game, and I was like, man, what am I doing? Like, I'm not even – I'm too much about me right now, you know? And that was definitely – I told myself – and it's funny, Coach Hall had two different coaches come up to me um, after that game, and they were like, like, were you good? I was like, yeah, man, I was I was angry. Um, I was a little bit off, but I wasn't necessarily, like I said, not locked in. I was just um, – I didn't realize the importance that just that little bit of juice, that little bit of, you know, bounce around, whatever you want to call it, like I didn't realize what that brought to this team. Um, and so kind of seeing how flat we were on the sidelines and stuff, I think it really – uh, opened up to me during that game, and I tried to pick it up, pick it up. But um, you know, we were we were pretty deep in the hole there, and so uh, that's one thing that I told myself: I will not, I won't do, I won't do it again. Because it felt like looking back, it kind of feels a little selfish. You know, I was being quiet in my head and et cetera, et cetera, trying to make sure I was right, knowing that when I bring the energy and I bring the juice, um, I'm making sure other guys are right. And every time I do that, like I'm right with it. So. Uh, that's definitely something that that I learned. D, I've known you for 
years now and i can definitely credit to your personality your character the way you uphold yourself around the campus as one being unselfish so for you to be able to identify that and do something about it moving forward is a sign of growth not only as a player but as a person so before Braden and i let you go to carry on your day and uh get back in that locker room is there anything on your mind anything that you want to talk about anything sooner nation should hear from you any shout outs you want to give anything that's on your heart shout out to my mama gotta shout out my mama yeah. i know she she tapped in watching she gonna watch it three times over back to back to back <laughs> you know how mama's is no doubt shout out to my mama no i don't i don't know anything specific you caught me off guard Word. Shout out to my mom too, man. She's uh shout out to mom. <laughs> yeah, gotta shout out shout out to Braden's mom too. I was gonna say, shout, shout out to my mom. mom. Shout out, shout mom. out to all three of our moms. You know what? All yeah. three of our moms are like moms to me. So I want to shout out to all three of our yeah. moms. Shout out to my mama. Shout out to both of y'all's moms. We all got great mamas. We're all very blessed. So D White, my brother, thank you for coming on to the podcast, bro. I I find myself on here talking more about life than yeah. than football and i think that our audience appreciates that because what, what i've learned I, i've always known that we're more than just football players but boy we really are more than just football players oh, and yeah. the the message that bv is is spreading is impacting Braden and i's conversation it's impacting our conversations yeah. it's it's trickling down to the people that are associated with the program. So uh, I'm glad we could get you on here. Uh, before we let you go, um, all y'all listening, be white. We know you just dropped some merch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, now, where can we uh, find the merch? Down on Twitter and Instagram, Horns Down Shop. Everybody like the Horns Down. You feel me? Yeah, I ain't even gonna do it. But everybody like the horns down. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's on Twitter and Instagram. Horns down shop. Any support is appreciated. Yes, sir. Ski. Well, D. White, thank you for coming on, brother. We appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank all you. Right. Appreciate you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for this episode of the podcast. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the love. Be Willie. You got anything for the people? Nah, this. All right, y'all. Perfect.